Small towns often get a bad rap. People usually think they're like unsophisticated places, the locals are all related to each other, and you can't go to the store without somebody getting in your business. Why are you buying gardening equipment? The main narrative we get fed over and over again is the country bumpkins leaving their hometown in search of success in the big city. Just a small town girl trying to do the right thing. But what if the big city isn't all it's cracked up to be? Especially during the pandemic. I think we've all felt a bit of a paradigm shift in terms of our health, safety, and what's important to us. Working 24-7 in order to pay a steep rent on a tiny apartment you can barely leave isn't quite the dream it once seemed to be. This is not a dream, this is a nightmare! So some people are getting the hell out. They're migrating to small towns and rural areas where life is just simpler, easier, better in many ways. Rural America is often underrated, but I think that's a mistake. As someone currently living in LA, forking out a lot of rent every month to live in my tiny apartment, which I love, but that doesn't make it any bigger, I totally see the allure. So pack up your suitcases, know-it-alls. Today, I'm gonna give you a personal tour of small town USA and beyond. And who knows, maybe you'll like it so much you won't wanna leave. Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast, Know-It-All. And each episode, I'm gonna help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. So why am I standing small towns so hard right now? Well, not only am I from a small town, my family moved to one after we lived in Las Vegas, but so are a bunch of our most beloved celebrities like Brad Pitt, Taylor Swift, and even Oprah. Plus, I've been watching one of the funniest shows of all time, Shit's Creek on Netflix. If you haven't yet experienced the greatness firsthand, it's about the uber-rich Rose family who suddenly finds themselves completely broke with only one remaining asset. You bought a small town in 1991. I bought that as a joke for my son. You can live there for next to nothing until you get back on your feet. It's basically the reverse of the typical small town narrative. Big city folks lose it all and have to move to a small town to rebuild. It was so fun watching them try to figure out their new lives. Plus, the show also turns some small town stereotypes on their head in a rare and beautiful way. So please enjoy this ode to small town living inspired by Schitt's Creek. First of all, the show begs one very important question. Can you really buy a small town? And the answer is yes. That's right, forget about TikTok houses. It's time for a TikTok town. We have a destiny to fulfill. Okay, I actually love this for us. So my next question is, how much money are we talking here? How much dough do you need to buy a whole town? Those things are expensive, but we've been doing great. According to my research, the going rate for a small town is at least a million dollars all the way up to eight million dollars and more, but there are some surprising steals on the market. Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle site Goop includes a village in Lugo, Spain in its ridiculous but awesome holiday gift guide, and the asking price is a mere $172,910. You can even get a good deal in the United States. According to CNN, commercial mortgage broker Bruce Kroll bought the 83-acre town of Bridgeville, California for $700,000 in 2004. And fun fact, his purchase marked the first town that was sold on eBay. Wow, I guess you can't really buy anything on eBay. It's hard to grasp the concept of buying a town. There are many elements of a town that can't be bought or sold, so what exactly is included with the purchase? Atlas Obscura reports that often, when we talk about a town for sale, the phrase is more figurative than literal. There are a variety of different legal positions that can apply to these sales based on the history of the town and what comes with the deal. Usually what you're buying is most or all of the properties in what is essentially a ghost town. Good thing I brought my book of spooky ghost stories. 
Some of these formerly bustling towns that now have a for sale sign on them are what realtor John Loveless refers to as single economic use towns. Word alert. Know-it-alls, you know what that means. I just got a word alert. Single economic use towns means these were company towns typically centered around one main form of resource extraction, like coal, gold, or uranium. A conglomerate would find a natural resource to mine, and as the industry brought new workers to the area, infrastructure like houses, schools, retail shops, and restaurants were built to support them. According to Atlas Obscura, miners typically, though not always, rented their homes from the company, which meant that many of these towns really were single-owner towns. When the resource began to dry up, the workers would move on, and without population or any particular reason to be there, these single economic use towns quickly died, so the mining companies would try to unload their towns onto anyone willing to buy them. Fuck it. Everything must go. One prime example is the aptly named Uranium City in northern Saskatchewan, which was established in 1952 and remained thriving until 1982. Uranium City had an airport, a local newspaper, and a population of around 5,000 at its peak. However, most residents left when the uranium mines closed down in the 80s, and the population has since dwindled down to just 73. It's so empty that John Loveless told Atlas Obscura the bears are roaming the streets now. Bradian, British Columbia is another similar example. Bradian was originally a gold mining town with 22 homes, power, phone lines, and a bank. The local mines closed in the early 70s when the gold prices plummeted, and the town was quickly abandoned soon after but this ghost town could be yours. According to Global News, it's currently on the market for the asking price of $1.2 million. Previous owners had the ambitions of turning Bradian into a retirement community or a heritage tourist spot, but at the moment, it sits empty, waiting for the imagination of its next owners. The possibilities are endless here. However, most small towns aren't ghost towns. In fact, recently, there's been something of a small town migration. For decades, small towns were experiencing brain drain, as bright young residents frequently moved to urban areas as they became adults. But the latest census data indicates that that trend may be on its way out. According to PBS NewsHour, large U.S. cities lost nearly 30,000 millennials in 2018, the fourth consecutive year the population of young adults declined. And it's not just millennials. As the coronavirus pandemic hit the United States, a Zillow analyst found that 2.7 million adults moved in with a parent or a grandparent in March and April of 2020, and about 80% of them were Gen Z. A Harris Poll survey from around the same time found that nearly 40% of city dwellers were thinking about leaving for a less densely populated area. According to The Hill, urban trends of the last 50 years are being reversed. Instead of smaller towns and rural areas facing the steep declines, larger metropolitan areas may soon be the place bleeding citizens. With the risk of COVID-19, a crashing economy, the threat of lockdowns, and increased opportunity for remote work, the flight to smaller communities is likely to continue at least until a coronavirus vaccine hits the market. And coronavirus aside, there are a lot of good reasons people are flocking to small towns. Lower cost of living, lower crime rates, less traffic and pollution, less stress, cleaner air, a slower pace of life, a stronger sense of community. And some of these factors have major benefits for your health. A 2010 study by Dutch researchers discovered that urbanites are 11% more likely to suffer from anxiety disorder and 39% more likely to suffer from a mood disorder than their rural counterparts. And the reduced road noise and air pollution exposure of small-town living may be associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. While 80% of all Americans currently live in urban areas, a 2018 Gallup poll found that given six choices of a type of place where they could live, 27% of Americans chose a rural area more than any other option. So there you have it. The small town fantasy is alive and well. 
That's it for today's episode. Now it's time for me to go back to marathoning Shit's Creek for the hundredth time and daydreaming about buying a TikTok town. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at onlyjs or Twitter at notjace and let me know. What creators do you want to see in the first ever TikTok town? And if you like this episode, remember to smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy. And when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. You've never met, but this person knows if you've been nice lately. Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know It All. Know It All.